Hello and welcome back to My Life with Christ. So last week I talked about why works are important and this idea that everything that we're doing, we're doing for Christ. It's not about, you know, being perfect. It's not about um, tallying things up, you know, how many good deeds can we do. No, it's about living our lives for Christ and really sitting with and understanding what is good for our souls and what is good for us in terms of our relationship with Christ. But I also kind of talked about that there is things that the Father, God the Father wills for this world, wills for us, that he wants to happen. And one of those things is obviously, you know, for us to get to heaven, for everyone to get to heaven, and then obviously to be in a relationship with Christ here on earth. And it kind of comes into question now of how are we doing that? How are we helping God's will? How are we working for God? How are these works helping him? You know, what can we do? You know, we seem, sometimes we feel like we're unimportant or God doesn't need us. But I said in the last video, you know, it's not that he needs us, it's that he wants us. And I feel like a lot of times, you know, I feel this all the time really. As a Christian, it is really hard and overwhelming in this world to try to be a good Christian, to try to get the word out there, try to spread the gospel. You know, you don't want to seem pushy. You don't want to be overwhelming. You know, come off as a crazy Christian, like people say. But it is necessary. But I feel like a lot of times those who do feel overwhelmed, we tend to think that we have to do God's work in flashy ways. We have to be standing out on street corners. We have to be handing out pamphlets. And that's not really what it is. It is simple things. And I want to start with a Bible verse actually to kind of push off this episode. So today I'm going to read something from James. So it's James chapter 1 verses 19 through 22. So it says, Knowing this, my dear brothers, everyone should be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not accomplish the righteousness of God. Therefore, put away all filth and evil, excess, and humbly welcome the word that has been planted in you and is able to save your souls. Be doers of the word and not hearers only. All right, so this is kind of what comes into works and where the Bible comes into play with this. What we have to understand as Christians is that God didn't just leave us all alone, right? God didn't just say, all right, I'm here, I'm bringing my son, and that's really it. Now you have to try your best to get to heaven. No, he gave us wonderful tools. Not only did he give us his son, not only did he give us the Holy Spirit, but he also gave us the Bible. You know, he gave us these wonderful writers who were able to literally write down, you know, the accounts of Jesus and then literally countless letters after the fact of what happened and how we need to be living our lives through that. And this verse in particular is saying to us that God gave us this word. He gave us the Bible. He gave us the gospel, not just so that we can listen, but so that we can act. Be doers, not hearers. Act upon these things. You know, the parable I read a few weeks ago, there are countless stories like that. You know, accounts where Jesus is telling us things, make, making it very clear that we need to be changing things about our lives or changing things in this world. And it's not just 
pretty words. It's not just things that should be said. They're things that Jesus intentionally said so that we would go out and put forth action. And that's what that's what it is to be doers of the word. That's what it is to have good works. It's the idea that God, when we're in a relationship with God, he puts things in our hearts as we get closer and closer to him. He gives us these convictions. He gives us these pushes to spread the good news, to spread the gospel in ways that only we can. Now, again, it's not flashy. Sometimes it is something big. Sometimes you have a certain skill that can aid in a big, big flashy thing, which is really great if you're able to do that. But when you're in that relationship with Christ, your own personal and unique relationship with him, you need to trust him. You need to trust yourself when you're spending time with him in prayer and spending time with him reading the Bible. You need to put out in front of you all the things you know that God has taught you, all the things you know that is true in our faith, and ask yourself, where do I go from here? It's like... If someone gave you the cure to cancer, would you keep it to yourself? God has literally given us the answer to all of our problems, to all of our duress, to all of our anxiety, to all of the injustice, everything he's given us. And he puts it on our hearts and we know that something needs to be done. And God is calling you. He's calling me. He's calling you. He's calling everyone who has heard the word to act upon it. When we're reading the gospels, when we're reading the letters, and we hear about God preaching about love, when we hear about Jesus, you know, calling for unity, when we hear him telling us about putting away sins, you know, casting away anger, all these things that just we just want to hear they sound great they're not just words they are calls to actions that is how we are supposed to implement our works we are supposed to sit with them we are supposed to sit with the things that jesus tells us and act upon them so now what does that look like in our everyday lives right how do i go out in my college life in my work life And implement what God is telling me to do. It's like, all right, I get that. I get that God is telling me I have to do something. I have to have an action. But how in my mundane life am I going to tell people about the love of Christ? How am I going to tell them about heaven and all this truth? I get it, but how do I do it? Well, it's simple. God doesn't call us to be all preachers or everybody to run their own podcast or everybody to make pamphlets. He calls us to love. And that's something that we as Christians need to understand. Love here on earth is about the closest we're ever going to get to Christ here. Other than heaven, love is the closest thing we'll ever get. When we show people love, and that can come in many different ways, whether that be when you're in a relationship with someone or you're kind to somebody or, you know, you do things for people, whatever, you fill in the blank. You know there's different types of love. You know what loving actions look like. 
that is showing them God. There are so many ways to do that for other people. Standing up for people. Standing up against injustices. You know, calling people out for things that they're doing wrong. Not because you hate them, but because you love them. You know, if someone's in an addiction and you know that it's hurting them, we go to them with love and we help them. Helping people, being kind, being there for people. Love. We as Christians have been given the word. This wonderful truth God has given us. And throughout all of it, he's telling us one main thing. Show people me. Bring people to me. I want my children. I want people in heaven. That's what God wants. That is the Father's will for all of us. It is our choice. Not only for us to get to heaven, but it's also our choice to help other people. Don't keep this beautiful, beautiful secret of joy and happiness and love to yourself. In simple, simple ways, you can show God to other people by just being there for them, by being kind to them, by not being like everybody else, by not being jealous or crude or angry or boastful or judgmental, by being loving. That is what the world needs. It needs love. It needs God. That is what we need to do in orders to be doers of the word, in orders to do the right works, in order not only for us to get to heaven, but for us all to get to heaven. God has chosen us over and over again from the very beginning. There is not a second that God did not choose us, so much so that he sent his only son to die for us. Someone so perfect, condemned to death. And all he asks is for us to choose him and for us to show him to the world. God is not somebody who's asking us to follow all these insane rules. He is not somebody who's telling us that we have to be insanely perfect. No. God is somebody who's telling us that we love him, that he loves us, and he just wants us to love him and show others the love that he has for them. So that's what it is. That's what works are. Their love their love for others, and their love for God. God is love. Stay tuned for next week because I'm going to be kind of diving into a little bit more of what God's love really means for all of us and what God's love means for the world. Have a great week.